welcome to the Sam Altieri Show. This is your host, Sam Altieri, and this podcast is your new favorite place to get inspired and activated to be your most confident, magnetic, and successful self. I am a nine to five and corporate dropout turned multi six figure coach and content creator who is obsessed with helping you get out of your own way, take messy action, and create a life that absolutely turns you on. In each episode, you will get at least three golden nugget strategies and the juicy mindset in order to learn how to stop settling and have it all. If you're ready to say adios to sabotage and hello to your potential, you'll want to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes. You'll get a new one every Monday and Thursday so you can take me along on your frolics, your commute, or even while you're creating content for your new or aspiring business. Before we drop into the episode, I want you to say it with me. I am unstoppable. And don't you freaking forget it. Well, I want to introduce you and like do the official like, hey, what's up? It's Jesse. Um, so you guys, like, I don't remember how we met. I think it was on Instagram at some point, and we both found each other and we're like, yo, we both have ADHD. And I was learning from I was learning from you. I remember like you sharing some of your hacks and really actually realizing how much it affected my business. I know when I found out I had ADHD, my mind was like, what the fuck? Like I don't feel broken anymore. And I know we were connecting um, in DMs over that. So I would love for you to just do a little intro and and share a little bit about you with my people so they can get to know you. Yeah. Um, Wait, sidemark. Should I wear headphones so it's not picking up your sound too? No, no, you're good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, Yeah. So I'm Jesse Romero. I live in Houston, Texas, and I'm a mom. I have a little two-year-old um, and husband. Um, and yeah, I found out I have ADHD actually not as long as people think I do. Um, really it was like mid 2020, uh, before the whole like TikTok craze kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a huge community of ADHD people on TikTok now, which is amazing. Um, and actually I found out through a TikTok video <laughs> back when ADHD TikTok was not a thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember it was a video of this like young girl, like high school age. And she was just kind of fidgeting. She had her headphones in and she was just like moving a lot. And I think the caption, like there was, it was just a video of her, like, I don't know, doing homework, but the caption was like, this is what ADHD can look like in girls. And I remember being so confused (laughs) because I was like, wait, but she's kind of like staying still in her chair. Like, what do you mean? I, you know, like everyone pictured the annoying little kid that can't stay in his chair. And Yeah. So that I think opened the doors of me being like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know ADHD presented differently in girls. And I like uh, read through, of course, some of the comments and then people were saying like really relatable things. And I'm like, oh, wow. But of course (laughs) I was like, oh, interesting. And I just kept scrolling and never revisited the topic again um, until like maybe months later, like three, four months later, I was I did my first coaching call. So I was like a service provider and I was doing marketing and um, providing that stuff. And then I was like, okay, really burned out from this. And then I feel like I was coaching a lot of my clients through things. Um, So that's when I made my move to coaching. Anyways, I get my first uh, client and he's amazing. Like we like vibe on the same energy also found out he was ADHD as well. So I'm like, of course I've been attracting them my whole life. (laughs) Dude, I feel you so hard. (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't that true? Like when I found out I had ADHD, like so did all of my friends and family. Cause I'm like, dude, you have ADHD too. And they're like, oh my gosh, I have ADHD too. <laughs> yeah. I've had people come out of the woodwork, old clients, like, Hey, I've been watching your content. And like, I genuinely think I have ADHD and I'm like, dude, we're all, we're all exploring this together. Like it's crazy. I know it's so cool, but it, it totally like clicked. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's why I don't feel like I vibe with certain people, but some people I'm like, Oh my God, this is my person. And yeah, it's because of that. So anyways, I'm watching back, like every good coach, you know, watches back her like session, you know, see how you did kind of give yourself some good notes. Like you did a good job. Cause you know, I'm a new coach. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I watched myself back and I literally was in horror of watching <laughs> myself because I like, I think my jaw was like to the floor. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no way I look like this when I'm talking. There's no way I like, I, I would start a sentence and never get back to it. I would like, I was fidgeting. I was looking everywhere. Like I couldn't keep my eyes centered. Oh my gosh. It was so bad. I literally was like secondhand embarrassment (laughs) of watching myself. It was bad. And that is the moment that I, it clicked in my brain that like something was not, (laughs) something was not right. I was like, no, there's something off. And then that's when I was like, what if that, what if that TikTok video I saw months ago and yeah. so I did what every good ADHD person does. I went through the Google rabbit hole yep. and I did all the Google searches and I'm like, what is ADHD? And I looked at the symptoms and I'm like, oh my God, that is me. And then I was like, no, I need like real life examples. Like if I'm going to really figure out if this is it. So I joined all of the Facebook groups that had ADHD keyword in them. And then I like was like, oh yeah, done deal. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I found out I had ADHD. <laughs> Oh my God. That's, I love, I, that's really cool that you found out like through your own coaching. That's super interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, right? I feel like I found, well, I, I don't feel like I know I found out because I was having like a mental breakdown in my business. And I was like, I just don't know how the hell I've built the thing I have, but I also can't sustain it because mm. I'm driving myself mad, like trying to build a business that was neurotypical yeah. that like was not fucking working for me. <clears throat> And I also, um, I was in my eating psychology program and like, I got this intuitive hit to ask the teacher if ADHD and binge eating had a relationship. Hmm. And I was like, this is 100% of thing (laughs) because we see dopamine so much, right? Like, yeah so many people that have ADHD have a food problem, right? They're either have like a weight problem or food problem. And I was like, I don't think I have a food problem. I think I have a dopamine problem. Like it's impulsive as fuck. And I don't think about the long-term and I'm just like, I want the thing now. Right. And I don't, I don't think about it. And so when I look back on all my coaching over the past few years, I'm like, all of these people, that was the thing. They mm. put it slowed down to like create a conscious choice. They were just going, going, going. And it, it was like, it's kind of like, for me, I thought it was, and maybe it is, I'm still kind of exploring this, but like, I thought it was a result of trauma and like being yeah. in the fight or flight and maybe it's both, right? Like I kind of think part of ADHD is actually a little bit of a trauma response. That's a hypothesis, not sure if it's true, but like, I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder why it's a perfect storm for people to not scale and grow their businesses, for them to not feel good in their body, for them to have a messed up relationship with food, because you gotta, you can't just intuitively eat because you'll just eat everything. (laughs) 
Right. That's so you true. Know? Um, so that kind of gave me the permission slip to be like, oh, I'm not broken. And I remember I did the same thing. I went through the rabbit hole. I texted my team member and I was like, dude, I think you're right. Cause she said, I think you have ADHD. And I was like, hmm, really? Like, I don't know. I don't really think it's real. Like, I didn't know anything about it. Right. And then I Google and I'm like, I remember I was sitting on my bed, like crying because yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm not fucked up. Like, cause I think that can be a real thing for people where they feel like they like can't do things. Yeah. They're just like, and there's so much overwhelm and there's so much like emotion and pair that with like, you're always moving or you're always doing something and you kind of just feel like you're totally out of control all the time. Right. Um, So yeah. Can you relate? Hell yeah. (laughs) Yes. So I was in like a unique position because at the moment I had just switched over to coaching. Right. And, and I had to let go of clients that I had on my roster, um, like monthly clients and like, they were not happy. Um, but I kind of went like on a whim there of like, I'm just going to go straight in. Cause you know, I try to do the whole, like, well, I'm going to keep working there and then do this on the side. Cause it's the safer option. And, and then I realized I actually hate what I'm doing right now. I'm just like, so over it. So I'm like, Nope, I'm just jumping right in. And then I find out I have ADHD midway through my first client. <laughs> and wow. uh, because I was so overwhelmed, like versus, I mean, minus everything that was going on in my business and like all of the new changes, like I'm, I was also like struggling with like motherhood and like, oh my God, struggling hardcore with like postpartum depression, rage, anxiety, all of it. Um, and I knew like I was struggling more than like a natural mom in my stage would have been. Um, and I could not put my finger on it. So there was just a lot going on in my life. So that like, was like the ultimate, this is why. And I could not like, so I finished my time with that client. And then I pretty much took like a three month hiatus of my business to just research ADHD and to like understand myself better because I was like, okay, this is why my entrepreneurship up until this point has not been where I need it to be. Cause I realized it's, it's all of these things that's been happening and I have no idea like how to help myself. So I was like, okay, well, if I want to be successful in business, which I have, I mean, I do, and I've been trying to do for a while now, like I need to figure this out. And so and then I was hyper-focused. And so I didn't take any clients. I didn't do any work. I just like took that time to learn my brain. And then I like looked at all of the neurotypical business talk and like the strategies and what the gurus preach about. And then I tried to reverse engineer each one. And I was like, okay, so this is where this doesn't work for an ADHD brain. And this is how I would need to restructure it for myself. And I just started doing that and picking apart like, things that you hear over and over again in the online business community. Um, and so then I was able to craft a really cool game plan for myself of like, okay, so I have ADHD and I have a business and this is, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. This is what I'm working on. And my God, it was so cool what happened after that. Um, and I had the idea of creating, because of course I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this is, this makes so much sense for my entrepreneurship. Let me go and find a community of people that are kind of going through the same thing I am. Nope. There was nothing out there. Like literally Sam, not, Dude, I remember searching too. And I was like, where are the people? Yeah. Like, 
the Facebook groups were all dead. Like I, I was on like mighty networks. I was on all these things. Yes. And I'm like, these groups fucking suck. Like, I'm like, where, where are the people? And I think actually that's when I started searching on social media. I was like, I'm just going to type in the words ADHD and see what comes up. Your account came up, um, a few other people. And then I started following them and be like, okay, at least I can start with these like humans. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's more of us. <laughs> right. And that's, I was so shocked. Cause I'm like, okay, surely I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, that also have ADHD. They just don't know it. Um, so I was really shocked when I found that there was no community. Like I like looked everywhere on every platform, like nearly logged back into my MySpace to see if there was anyone there, (laughs) but (laughs) there's nothing. Um, so I was like, okay, well, if, if no one's going to provide it, then I'm just going to start it. Cause I need it for myself. And I know that there's other people that need it. So that's what kind of started my ADHD female entrepreneurs community. And I started the Facebook group and it literally grew like in three months, it grew to like 2000 people. It was just like growing astronomically. I could not keep up with the growth. That's and I, awesome. I grew my Instagram too. And it was just like the, the, the resounding, uh, the resounding thing that people were saying was like, I've been looking for this. Like, where has this been my whole life? Like you are my people. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's been really amazing to like now see. And even when we have like new members and people that join my, you know, my membership and my Instagram and everything, just seeing the like, Oh my gosh, life makes so much sense now. And seeing it click is so amazing. Yes. I think that's the most empowering thing about all of this is like, it kind of just gives, it gave me, I'm sure it gave you and it gives people just like permission to be themselves. Yeah. I I was sharing yesterday, like, like certain business practices that I have with ADHD. And there were so many people that I were in my audience that I had no idea that were like, Oh my God, this is me. Thank you. Mm. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm just learning about this myself too. Like I feel like such an ADHD noob, but I know like you probably I'm, you know, a few months behind in terms of like finding out, but it changed my life. Like, and, and I, I wanted to be really careful in not like blaming ADHD or making it a bad thing and actually seeing as it like, no, it's just like, it's like, it's almost like an identity, right? It's like, it's part of you, but it's not who you are. And it's, yes if you see it as a superpower, it will be. And if you see it as something that is going to not allow you to do the things you want, then it will be. Um, and I've never really seen it as like mental illness or any, I haven't had, I haven't had a negative viewpoint of it only because I love my energy and I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like, dude, our energy is amazeballs. Like it's literally the most magnetizing thing ever for our businesses. Yeah. <laughs> like people want to be around that because, because we are like, you know, we're enjoying the thing that we're doing and it yeah. shines through. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I think yeah. that, I think it, it does matter. Like what you kind of, what kind of person you are, like, if you are kind of stuck in that, like victim mindset versus our fixed mindset versus growth mindset, you know, then it's going to be natural for you to see your ADHD as the villain of your story. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is, I find so many, I'm talking to so many people that, you know, see it this way because they can like see how their ADHD is really affecting their life. Um, and Mm -hmm. I, and I don't like to downplay like, you know, some of the struggles that that creates, right. Definitely some struggles, But when you start to like shift from seeing it as the villain of your story versus like 
the supporting actress role or like the best friend, um, then everything really changes. Cause you know, what you really focus on, like what you focus your attention on is what you're going to see. And I think I actually ended up being in a cycle where I was so aware of my ADHD now because I had taken in so much information. I learned so much about it. I was able to pinpoint, Ooh, that's my ADHD. And Mm -hmm. then it became actually a negative thing for me because then I'd be like, Oh my gosh, it's just my working memory. Oh my God. I just can't remember anything. And I almost found myself being in that like negative loop um, because now I could see what was happening. Um, And then I, then once I could see what was happening, then I saw how often it was happening. (laughs) And I was like, my God, I am actually quite ADHD. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think that I've, I've actually heard some people say like, it's almost like a blessing and curse when you find out you have ADHD. Cause it's like really great. Cause you know what's happening, but then it's like, you can't stop seeing it. Yeah. Um, and so it's really just like helping yourself move from that. So I just took my attention off of how much it impacts me to like, okay, but, and this is something I love. Like if you're listening right now, listen to this part. Um, <laughs> I always love telling my clients, like, everyone who has ADHD also has ADHD skills, right? Because, and that's a unique thing about ADHD. A lot of other diagnoses don't really come with any benefits. (laughs) Um, But ADHD kind of comes with some good benefits. Like you have a lot of energy, you can hyper-focus. Some people tend to be really charismatic, really creative, innovative, problem-solving, like super intuitive too. Like those are some really good things that actually help us a lot in our business. Um, So what I challenge myself and I challenge my clients to do this is find in your day when you tapped into those skills Um, because you'll be surprised how much you actually rely on them. And so I started doing this in my business. And, and here's another tip I like to do when I write my to-do list of what I need to do today, I will also try to say, try to pick out, okay, which skills is this going to pull from, you know, Mm -hmm. like if I have to respond back to emails or DMS then I'm going to pull from my charismatic skill of like, you know, people pleasing or not people pleasing people loving, like wanting to be around people and socializing and stuff. Um, or I'm going to, you know, I need to update my website. Well, I'm going to need my creativity and my problem solving, uh, skills. So that really like allows you to feel like a badass in your business. Cause you're like, okay, I got the tools. Like I can do this. I'm actually pretty equipped for this. So yeah, yeah that's one of my tips. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things I notice with ADHD is definitely the hyper creativity. Um, yeah for me anyways, and a lot of my clients too. Um, and also like the speed at which we're actually able to create, yeah, right? able to produce. Like, I think that alone is a superpower because yeah. I, you know, I don't not have ADHD, so I can't speak from that place, but like how quickly I know that I could create like 20 pieces of content right is like that right and that the actual challenge for me in business is I have so many ideas and things I can create <laughs> right and it's like okay what is not like a fuck yes like what is not yeah. the best because I can come up with 20 pieces of content every day truly like I don't yeah. feel the same way it's just like I feel like a fucking channel I'm just like all right yeah. we could do it and I think that's a huge struggle for people is that they have so many goals or they have so many ideas or they have so many fill in the blanks 
that they don't act on anything because it's overwhelming. And that was me like up until realizing that that was an ADHD thing. And I was like, okay, great. We're not going to run out of ideas. That's not the problem. It's actually (laughs) about like, what's the system to implement so that I can let this kind of flow out of me. And for me personally, it was like having Canva templates, right. That I could like plug shit in, just pop it out fast. Right. Or, um, just having a fuck ton of like, um, you know, videos, uh, dancing videos, all that stuff that I could just add text to like on Mm -hmm. a whim so that I can use that impulsive, like intuitive hit. Um, and that's something I see. And the other piece is like the intuitive nature. I'm not sure like how much you relate to that, but I, and I'm very, very intuitive. And it's like almost sometimes like scary. Like I'm like, Oh, like, am I kind of like psychic? Like that's weird. Yeah. And, and I think that is a huge superpower as a coach and I'm sure all of our clients, right. If you're a, if you're a coach or aspiring coach, it's like, if what we're talking about is resonating with you, ask yourself, are you intuitive? And everyone's intuitive, but it's like, you can refine that skill, but being intuitive is so powerful for content creation, the way you work with clients, the offers you make, like all that shit. And knowing that like, if the thing you're going to create is going to make you bored or annoy you or whatever, chances are, it's going to be the same for your client. So it's like, how can you create an offering or um, pieces of content that like allow your client to thrive? And I know you always are doing infographics and I love infographics too. And I'm a very visual person. I need to like see it fucking visually and like reels don't really like really work for me when they kind of like do the voiceover thing. Like I don't learn that way. Like, no, I need to learn with like a fucking image. (laughs) I need to see it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think just even like, I don't know if you could put like one coach that has ADHD and one that doesn't exact same industry, like kind of ballpark teaching the same things you can tell which one is able to really help their client because they're able to tap into their intuition, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we can hear when our clients are saying something and like, we know what the, we know what the underlining message of what they're saying is like, we know what the root is like, no, that didn't really bother you. What's actually bothering you is probably this, you know, mm-hmm. and I just can't imagine that a neurotypical coach that's really just listening. And it's just kind of stopping there versus us like reading their language, their body language, like looking at their past, what they said, like we just consume so much information at once. Like this is just an ADHD thing. Um, Like you put us in a room and we have looked at everything around us. We're looking at what Paul in the back is talking about burritos. And we're like, yeah, I want a burrito. You know, like we're just like paying attention to everything. (laughs) Sensorily overload. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Which can be like really overwhelming, but um but we do the same with our clients and we just like intuitively know where they need to go, you know? And I think that that is really, and even when I watch myself do this, it's so cool. Cause I'm like, you know what? Scratch, scratch today's lesson. This is what we're talking about today. Cause I feel like this is what you really need. Yes. Um, and I feel like that's a huge ass superpower for coaches that have oh ADHD. God, yeah. yeah. And I think like for you guys, if you have ADHD, like what Jesse is saying, I, I feel like it's, there's a really, really um, 
beautiful sweet spot of like what I like to call flexible structure. I love flexibility and I love space and I love having empty space in the calendar and all that stuff. And I think that's really, really healthy for ADHDers. Um, But also on the other side of that, we need structure because if we don't have any structure, we'll be all over the fucking place. Right. So for example, um, if you're, if you're creating a program, it's like maybe your program meets every Tuesday at 12 and maybe you don't have the topics figured out right off the bat, but you can kind of like let it evolve as it happens. And this is how I run online programs because I can't put fucking structured curriculum to something because I know as soon as I do that on week three and I'm supposed to talk about boundary setting, I'm gonna be like, fuck that. I don't wanna talk about feminine energy, right? Or God, yes. I don't wanna talk about money or whatever. And I can't like put too much structure on myself or else I rebel and I'm like, fuck business, <laughs> fuck this, right? Yeah. And then our clients feel it. So instead it's like read the room and kind of like, in, like let yourself slow down, you know, and, and have, whether it's breathwork practice, a meditation practice, a nature practice, whatever practice it is to help you get back into your body, um, instead of that kind of overwhelm mind, I know for me has been like fucking mind blowing. Um, and I know like, you know, also go like, you guys need to go check out Jesse's page. What's your, what's your thing? Is it ADHD female entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I'll put it in the show notes, but go check out Jesse's page. She has incredible infographics and just like tips, pointers, like real yeah. shit, like hilarious, funny, just like, just, just real content for the ADHD or <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Of yeah. I, I wanted to say that. Um, it's, it's funny how we think because of our whole life kind of being a mess and almost like idolizing someone that does look like they have it all together. Right. Like, I think our brains always like almost like obsess over that person and we're like, man, they like have everything together. Like, I wish I could be like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we somehow like made the standard of what we think our expectation should be is having everything super pre-planned and like all of your teas and like everything just like super perfect and planned out. And like, that's what we think we have to have. And we feel like we're going to get peace if we have it that way. Uh, but yeah, no, then it bites you in the ass. Cause then you're like, Oh, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> now I feel like I want to go this way. Um, and I really had to let go of exactly what you're saying. I had to let go of that. Cause I was like, okay, so if I'm going to do this program three months before I need to like have everything ready so that I'm just showing up and everything's already ready for me. And as Mm -hmm. much as that sounds nice and I would love to like operate that way, but no, that just does not work for me. Like I have the skeleton, the structure of what I know I want to talk about. And then as I come in, like freedom to move and do everything different. Um, yeah. And also that helps, um, avoid overthinking and perfectionism because then we'll get stuck on the little tiny details and not get anything done. That's why like live launching is the best, like live launching versus like planning out a course is so much better. Cause you can just like, you have those deadlines. Like I'm doing that with my group program right now that I'm going to turn into a course. And I'm like, this is so much better. Cause if I just didn't have anyone waiting on a module to drop, I would not be dropping modules. Yeah. 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 The the built-in accountability. (laughs) Yes. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm curious, like what, um, I'll share one and then I want to hear from you. Like, what did you, what are, what are you no longer doing now that you are like, that does not work for me. And that does not work for my ADHD. 
um, I think one for me is I just like don't really enjoy launching and like making it a big deal. Uh, like for my business mentorship, I'm like, I'm not fucking doing anything crazy for it. I'm just putting it in my stories and I'm putting it in the fucking bottom of my caption. And that's what it's going to be. And that's good. Cause I, I just like making it a big deal and creating this whole thing in the class. And I'm like, Oh my God, that feels so hard. And it's not even that hard. Like, but for me, I'm just like, would I go to that? Like, do I even go to those free things? Like the answer is no, I'm too fucking I'm busy. I'm like frolicking around outside. Like I'm living my (laughs) life. Like chances are I'm not sitting at my computer for an hour watching your free training. Maybe, maybe I am. But I think if I think about the way that I like to buy, it's not that way. And so, you know, my, my met, all of my mentors have always like promoted that and it's great. It's worked for them, but I've realized it doesn't work for me. Like it creates way more stress and overwhelm and I would rather it just be way more low key. Yes. Yeah. The whole launching process that most coaches teach, I'm just like, yeah, nope, not for me. (laughs) That's just too much. Like at that point, I'm not even going to show up excited because I'm like burned out from this launch. Yeah. Um, How do you launch? I'm curious to know. I kind of launch the same as you, as you mentioned. Yeah. I still, I'll do a lot of like sneak peeks and like this is what's coming up and like help me come up with a name and so they're like they already know that it's coming and then when it does come I'm just launching in stories like I booked out my last group program in four days just off of my stories and I was like what the heck um I didn't even get to use my big Facebook group at all like I made two posts in there that was it um and it's funny because with my coach, I was like, okay, so I'm going to do a three-day challenge and, and I'm going to set up all this email marketing for it. And then I'm like, I had a whole like idea of what I wanted to do, which was so unrealistic still. And yeah. And she, I'm so glad that I had her. Cause she was like, okay, well, do you really think a three-day challenge is needed? And I was like, yeah, you're right. She's like, cause you're going to have to think about this and this and this. And I'm like, mm, yeah, that already sounds overwhelming. Never mind. <laughs> So yeah, definitely like simplifying launching is so needed. But when you have like a really warm audience, you know, like it's so easy to sell. So yeah, I think work on, if you want to work or pre-plan, work on just having good relationship with your audience, like providing really amazing value because then they know that they can come to you and trust you. Um, And then of course, just like sprinkle in what you're going to be offering next and then drop that date and boom. I didn't do any email launching, marketing, nothing. I I'm actually like anti-email marketing. Me too. Uh, oh my God. I just hate emails. Like I'm like, I don't Same. read them. They're way too long. Same. I feel like they're a waste of my energy. Um, Same. at some point I will probably do somewhat email marketing when I'm like ready to outsource that. But right now I'm like, it's not the best use of my energy. No, there we go. But yeah, yeah, it's just, I it's totally not the best you. use of my I, energy, so. I, um, yeah. Yeah, there's like, and, and that's the thing, right? Like email is the holy grail of business, online business. Oh and like, yes, you should be building your email list. It is important to have an email list. I truly do believe that. But I don't buy anything via email. Like yeah. I don't, because I don't even check my own fucking email. Like yeah. I put it 
all like I'm just like okay I'll scan it see if there's anything I really really need and I'm like no yep. okay good I don't go in there because it's fucking just distractions and distractions and trying to take my attention yes. so like I do you use a text-based service for your business? um no I only do for my memberships ladies to like let them know we have something going on but no not for yeah. marketing really yeah um but, but I, I would I would be open to doing that I feel like yeah. people respond a little bit better to that but also not sending like a bunch of texts. Cause I've gotten from some coaches that send mm-hmm. like not, and I'm like, Ew, every day, every immediately day. caps lock. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> same, 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 same. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not going to interrupt me like that. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I feel that I have, I've like subscribed to so many people's things and I'm just like, no, like I don't have, a, I don't have time to write this journal prompt every fucking day. Like, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think like the, the theme is like, short and sweet and to the fucking point and like less is more truly like the key of marketing is like clear not clever and I remember learning that like way back when and I was like but I'm different you know (laughs) like that whole thing (laughs) and realizing like no no like clarity is so key it's like make it easy for your people to buy your thing like don't make them do backflips to understand what the fuck you're selling them and like get them excited about it make it fun and especially for adhd brain if it ain't fun i'm not buying it like if i don't feel like it's gonna be a party i don't want to be part of it (laughs) because i like my core value my biggest core value in business is fun and i just i'm like dude this has got to be enjoyable you know yeah yeah (laughs) And you know what, Sam, I think that that applies to business too. like simplify the hell out of your business. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And this is something that I work with my clients the most is restructuring what they're offering, um, and how they're offering, because like, we think we have to over deliver and do all of this stuff. And like, you see people talking about YouTube and talking about clubhouse and talking about Instagram and you just like feel the need to do them all. God, don't do that. Like that's the worst, the worst you could do for yourself. Really just simplifying your offers, not trying to offer like a million things. Um, yeah, that's really what I work with my clients with and, and also making sure that it's meeting the needs of their brain and like their ADHD lifestyle, you know? Um, like one thing that comes a a lot is like sales calls. Like I ditched those like a year ago, I those calls. Cause I'm like, no, I don't have energy for that. And then like, there's a chance that we're not even going to work together. And I just wasted an hour of my life kind of, and then, and not, well, for me, like I'm kind of an ambivert, introvert, extrovert. So for me, I found that I have to recharge after sales calls or any type of like zoom call. So I was like, it's not worth it for me. So I do all of my one-on-one clients through the DMS and that seems to work really well. So Mm -hmm. uh, really structuring your business to your brain. Forget what you've heard gurus talk about that you must do this. No, you don't. You got to do what's best for your brain. Like that's bottom line. Yeah, for sure. And like I gave up sales calls as well. And I was like, this feels amazing. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I have so much more space in my calendar. I can have a dance party in the backyard and I don't need to like stop and have a call and blah, blah, blah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I I actually really enjoy sales calls because I love people, but not 
in that capacity. Like I would rather go get coffee with you. You know, I don't want to be fucking on a sales call with you. And it's like selling in the DMS is the new fucking sales call. Like if you want to have a profitable business where you aren't working a bajillion hours and I do not believe in working more to make more money. Like that's not, they don't relate. It's like, you can just fucking simplify the shit out of things. And it's truly usually a belief system that you need to get on a call with somebody to to sell them a thing, or you need to X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, you don't. What you need to do is change your beliefs and that people come to me and buy things in full in the DMS. And that's a vibe. Like how fucking dope is that vibe? (laughs) And we have voice messages. Like you can still feel their vibe through a voice message. Like that's what I like to do. Cause you know, sales calls are really good for both parties. Like you kind of get to feel them out and see if there would be a good fit. You could still do that through the DMS through like a voice message. Um, so I like that. I do too. I do. Um, I've been doing video messages lately and that's really fun because I love like if, if they want to, if they feel comfortable to send it back, I love that. Like, cause it just, it's so like real, you know, I'm in like pajamas or whatever I'm in, I'm outside. And it's like, the business doesn't have to be this professional thing that you think it has to be like, let's get that fucking out of here. That's also like a term that's created by the patriarchy and it's, it's trash. Like it's, you don't need to do that. You can run a very successful business and make a lot of impact and have a crew of humans that are obsessed with you in pajamas like doing your thing and like it works it works for me it works for you like we were talking about that earlier you know yeah Yeah. it's you really have to allow yourself to really be yourself and like flick away all of the but I have to be professional and I shouldn't talk about this or like I know a lot of people are not going to agree with this point of view it's like okay so what like some people are not going to agree with it and some are going to be like oh my god you're my person and those are the people you want around you don't you um so yeah really just allowing yourself to be yourself and like allowing that I don't know I feel like social media maybe a few years ago was so curated and fake and like people kind of like wanted that and now it's not now it's like hey I just dropped this cake on the floor. I'm so dumb. Look at me. And everyone just laughs with you. And you're like, Oh my gosh, silly you like people want the realness and the vulnerability. And like, when you give that to someone, the connection you make is so strong. And like psychologically that memory of them, like seeing the picture of the cake on the floor or something like that stores a memory versus like this, you know, perfectly curated, like, ha smiling, cheesy you, you know? So yeah, I think the age now is so, is so great to be yourself. I think TikTok also kind of contributed to that because people on TikTok really show up like themselves, just just themselves and it's, and people like applaud them for it. It's amazing. Yeah. We need more of that. And I think once you give yourself permission to be your messy, like hot mess express self, like there's nothing more empowering than that because you don't have to try anymore. And I think that's, that's such an energy suck. When you feel like you're trying, that means that something's off. If you feel like you are trying in your business, that means something is off. Like, and chances are it's the root is perfectionism. The root is trying to be and curate and look like and compare and look like that person, perfect person that you want to, whatever, which I totally did. I did that all of last year with some of my mentors. I just like, I kind of idolized their like put togetherness and this like, and I was like, maybe if I pay them, this is not conscious, but I think subconsciously I was like, maybe if I pay them, I'll get my shit together. 
yep. or, you know, be more organized and I'll look like them. And like, oh my God, it just actually made me feel like more shit about myself. And I realized yeah, that's, that's beautiful and they're beautiful. And they also aren't the same breed and that's okay. It doesn't mean that I don't belong here. It doesn't mean that I don't, I can't take up space on the gram or whatever. It's It means that I have a different audience and mission to serve and to fulfill. And it is not the like air quotes put together woman who's like always done up and always this, like, that's just not me. And as soon as I just kind of like, was like, fuck it. I just don't have any energy to try anymore. I was like, I like my business again. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yes. I think we have to adopt the art of like half-assing things because like society has told us that half-assing things is terrible, bad. Don't do that. You are irresponsible. But sometimes you just need to half-ass things to get them done and actually out of the way. And I've been practicing that myself. Just like, nope, don't go through 30 different fonts to find the best one. We're just going to pick one one (laughs) and moving on (laughs) yeah it's so hard for us but yeah so so needed yeah I think if I think really asking yourself like okay where is the motive of me feeling like I need to do this in my business where's that coming from and then lots of times you'll find it's because you're seeing everyone else doing it or because that master class that you bought told you you need to do it and like that seemed to work for them um but if the motivation is not because I want to do it because it feels right for me then that's how you know you're kind of off yeah yeah totally um so before we wrap up I would love to hear like if you were um if you didn't know you had ADHD and maybe this is someone listening right now they're like still kind of in that exploratory phase and they're like I don't know like what is the message that they need to hear or what is the message that you needed to hear back then before you discover this Yeah. Yeah. So one of my things that I love to say is like, you're not alone and you're not crazy. Um, cause I think we felt like that the, our whole life. Um, and then when we got into business, we felt like that even more. Um, so yeah, really what I would, I would have loved and wanted to hear was like the way that I feel I need to do things is the right way, Mm -hmm. not what everyone else is doing. Like, and also prioritizing, the way I structure my business and my life um, to like what I need, lowering my standards so that they can actually be achievable. You know, like my house looks like a mess. That's all right. Is it functional? Can I walk? Can I still cook? Good. Okay. Then that's all right for me today. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and, and maybe sometime this week I will clean and then I'll feel a lot better, but really just finding functionality in our life and in our business. And like, flicking away all of those really um ir- a real what not realistic standards <laughs> um, <laughs> to our because so many of them are neurotypical standards and yeah. that is what took me the longest to figure out was erasing those and finding the new standard for myself um and you know some people are not gonna like it some people are gonna gonna say things like well shouldn't you do it like this and you just really have to like stand in your truth and advocate for yourself. Like, nope, this works for me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, really like empowering yourself to be like, I'm shaping my business to myself um, Mm -hmm. and shaping my life to myself and what it needs. And that's it. Done. Oh, (laughs) I love that so much, Jesse. Oh yeah. It is like, 
it just feels good. I think when your business is like the reflection of you, right. And yeah. Like yeah. letting it be this thing that is evolving and always growing with you as you discover more of yourself. Um, yes. and I don't know about you, but like my business was totally my awakening. Like yeah. I was like, wow, this is the most like healing and also triggering experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, and I never would have put myself through this if I wasn't building a business, you know, right. it's like, I had to face the comparison. I had to face the self so shit. I had to face the money shit. I had to, because there was no other option. And it, like, if you guys are going through that right now, if you're questioning everything, like keep going seriously, like you're in the right space and you are doing the right thing and you're not broken. And maybe it's just actually that you are trying to follow a standard of business. that's not meant to be followed. Like you yeah. get to create your own and build one that like Jesse said, um, like lowering your standards so you can meet them. Right. And doing things in the way that you need to do them. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I wanted to say, it's so funny when I started this community is I did have one coach tell me like, well, there's, there's not quite like a, a niche like yours. Like it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> So, you know, like it hasn't been verified and validated. So like I would stick to, and I was like, are you kidding me? No, I know people want and need this. Like, I know that, that it has been validated. And so like dare to create something, you know, like super fitting for yourself. Like if everyone in your industry is doing one thing, but that doesn't work for you, then that's okay. You can come up with something. Like I completely created a new title for myself. Like ADHD yeah. business and marketing coach did not exist. Cause I looked for it and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be the first one. And now thankfully there's so many other ones now. Um, and there's so many other communities. So if you're like in a place where you're like, okay, I hear what the gurus and the master people and all of them are saying, but like, I don't know how that works for me. And then like, can I even do it this other way? Yeah, you can, if it feels right for you. And if it also works for your audience, right? Like, cause you still, the impact still needs to be there. Um, then like dare to carve something out for yourself. Cause that's what I had to do. And I'm yes. so glad that I did. And people thank me all of the time that I did. So yeah. Yes. Fuck yes. Oh, so good. So, so good. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be following in your footsteps. I, I have a business mentorship myself and like, I've been doing a lot of questioning with them and realizing every single one of them has ADHD. And I'm like, <laughs> How funny is that? And even in my other, my confidence in group, like my food programs, body programs, I'm like, y'all have ADHD. No wonder why. Like we, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's just an unspoken unconscious bond that happens. And yes. it, it's like, this is great. Okay, great. So now we actually know how to make shit work for us instead yes. of like working against our own natural tendencies, which here's the permission slip, you know, it's like right. you can take a deep breath of fresh air. <laughs> Yep. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, um, people can find you on the gram and it's what ADHD female entrepreneurs, all yes. one word. Yep. Yep. Okay. And that cool. you can find the website through there. Um, our Facebook group has like 7,000 people. Um, oh, yeah. so ADHD female entrepreneurs community is a Facebook group. So yeah, join us there. Um, and I do have my membership. That's an ADHD business membership for, um, for awesome badass women. So yeah, if you're looking for like, if you're looking for like, what are those strategies that I should apply to my business that actually like my brain won't repel against, 
that is what I teach in my membership. Um, and we have like co-working sessions and like a lot of the support and community and like biz besties type of support that you need. So, um, yeah, you can find all the info there, um, in my Instagram or my website. Cool. Yay. Oh, thank you so much, Jesse, for taking time on out of your day and being here. It was so fun jamming with you. Awesome. You're so cool. I can, I can only imagine your clients just like love being around your energy because your energy is so contagious. I love it. Oh, thank you. I feel the same about you. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'm in your Facebook group yet. I'm going to have to go hop in there and um, scope it out because I don't think when I searched, this was a while ago, but it was all just like white old dudes and I was like this is not the vibe I was like I I was like I need my biz bestie humans and so yeah I'll go and that's why I'm starting my podcast as well because I tried looking up ADHD entrepreneur podcast and like non-existent so fuck yeah I was like what the heck we need the tips give us the tips so (laughs) give us the tips it's launching this month so I'm excited for that oh I'm so excited for you what is it called it's gonna be called ADHD owned um, yeah, yeah. So. that's awesome. Cool. Well, um, I'm excited for you. You guys definitely go check out Jesse. If you have any questions, just head over to the show notes and all the deets will be there. Um, and Jesse, thanks again. I'm excited to jam with you soon and maybe I'll hop on your show when you watch it. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much guys. This was awesome. Oh, yeah. Bye you guys. Love you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>